Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome, in fact, to episode 225 for Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. Boy, how did that happen? January is uh, slipping through my fingers already. I think it's partly because uh, I was, uh, you know, so out of commission there for the first part of the month. That's part of what, uh, why it flew by. Maybe I should get sick every month. <laughs> Make time fly. They say time flies when you're having fun. But uh, a lot of that was not fun. A lot of that was not fun. Good morning, one and all. Hey, now, so first of all, let me set the scene for you Spotify listeners. And then probably also... We, we are live on uh, Twitch as we speak. This morning I'm uh, recording through Twitch as opposed to uh, Reddit. I'm normally on Reddit. This morning's a Twitch day. But even to you um, Twitch people, I just want to make sure we're clear. I'm here on camera. I don't know if you can see me or not. I'm wearing camo. This is me. I'm here. I'm here. I'm going to go, uh, why am I wearing this? Well, I'm going to go kill a water buffalo after uh, after the show, I think. Something like that. And water buffaloes can't see camo. Nor can game wardens. I got my bases covered all the way around. Now I just need to figure out where water buffalo live. I have this feeling it's nowhere near me. Texas Tony says, lady letter carrier. That's very nice. That's a good one, lady. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, one and all. Robo Kitty's in the house. The Chicago Tank is in the house, of course. <laughs> Robo's right along with my joke. She says, uh, I can't see Tony. Where is he? I can hear him. <laughs> it's scary sometimes. It's scary sometimes how... I think I think Robo Kitty and I are figuring out that we're actually uh, uh, quite alike, which that makes me feel bad for her. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anywhere, uh, yes, lady, uh, I am going poaching. Actually, a poached egg sounds really good. Now that we're now that we're uh, talking about it, do I see Georgie Girl in the house too? Tank mentioned Georgie. Dobbs of Texas says tank. This is not a Dobbs of New York. This is uh Air Ariat, Ararat, I don't know. Anyway, I got I got it at a legit cowboy store where uh rodeo stars. Oh, even the Comiskey kid is in the live stream this morning. Good morning, kid. How are you, buddy? Kid's been on a little bit of a social media timeout, which I think is a good it's a good thing for everybody. Everybody, everybody needs to, uh, you know, take take a break. So Georgie is confirmed that she's on the live stream. It's always just a little bit better, isn't it? When the stunning redhead is is among us, makes me think of the time where that was that was not a sure thing. That was a horrible time. I can't believe we got through that. Oh, you've gotten their boots before. Yeah, they're I, they're really known for boots. What are they? what are they? Ariat, Ararat. I think it's Ariat. I don't know. I could lift off this hat and look underneath, but I'm not gonna fall for that shit. I'm not gonna fall. There's only select people that I'm going to uh, allow see me in a in my natural state. I actually don't think it's that bad. And I and I really don't care that I'm losing my hair. I don't think it's that bad, whatever. But now it's kind of a thing. I'm in the habit of, I wear hats on the, I mean, I wear hats all the time, don't get me wrong. So it's not like I do something different for the show. But then what it's interesting is as I started wearing the hats on the show, you know, I think as with some other aspects of my alleged life, people just got interested wonder what's under that hat wonder how heinous it is how many what did he what does he have a burn mark was he did someone light his head top of his head on fire back in the day 
and he just looks all Freddy Krueger up top. What's going on? Now, nothing that interesting. It's uh, it's just that me and Phil Collins have the same have the same hairline. That's all. Ariad, thank you, Amber Glow. Amber would know she's in Texas. Ariad, Tank has given his uh, music homework already. Today's music homework. Oh, this is a good one. Today's music homework, Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs, Wooly Bully. That's tremendous. Good pick, Tank. That comes from an era where songwriting was so much more carefree. Right? They kind of didn't give a shit. I think the standards were so low, and I'm not saying that's a shit song. I'm just saying... It's a silly song, right? Like so many. And I even like the band name, Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. They didn't give a shit all the way around, right? They're like, we, we can name our band anything. And we can write a song about it, anything. And it doesn't even have to make sense. People will buy it. Now that sounds bad. It sounds like a ripoff. But I actually think it's a fun era in music. Wooly bully, wooly bully. It's an interesting juxtaposition, isn't it, Pepperonis? To be humming Wooly Bully while Beethoven plays in the background. <laughs> Do we need a more clear picture of the uh, de-evolution of our society? I'm not sure we do. I think I think we get the message loud and clear that way. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Sofa Sofa's in the house. Hello, Sofa. He says, saddle up, Seabiscuit. Everyone seems to like the cowboy hat, and, uh, you know, I think it suits me just fine if I, if I do say so myself. That's just me. Anyway, we're all getting situated. Everyone is, is, uh, is finding their places. It's going to be a good day. Sofa thinks my microphone has its own 10-gallon hat. Am I too loud? <laughs> or is it just too big or what? I don't know. A <laughs> lady has an interesting comment. She said about music back in the day. People weren't as constantly depressed back then. You know? I think there's some truth to that. Isn't it funny, though, that Wooly Bully tune? I guarantee it's in everyone's head right now. It's so catchy. Georgie says she thinks she has a pair of Ariat boots that she lived in for years. Do I have? I don't think I have a single pair of cowboy boots. I don't think I do. Let's see. Seems like there was some other stuff I wanted to talk about today. Oh, Sofa wants to know if I'm feeling better. You know, I am feeling better. Now, it's funny. It, it, it's funny how it's all relative. Um, I am feeling better than I have felt in a long time. But if I just out of nowhere, out of out of a series of normal days, weeks, and months, if I felt the way I feel today, I would say I'm sick. But compared to how I felt before this, which was even sicker, I'm feeling pretty good. The biggest thing for me is I have my energy back. Now, I've been coughing a whole lot. Some people aren't hip to it because I'm so good with the cough button. But uh, so I'm still doing that a fair bit. But otherwise, my energy feels like it's almost all the way back, almost all the way back, which is great. I feel like I have a second lease on life. Those of you who know me, like really know me, I'm sure you've noticed, you know, and I'm. Of course, I'm in touch with so many of you beautiful people. Um, oh, here's a great one. Kamiski Kid has a great comment. He says, uh, every time I hear songs from that era, the Wooly Bully era, it just makes me hungry for classic drive-in diner food. Chine uh, Chicago hot dogs, delicious burgers, and hand-scooped milkshakes, and pretty girls on roller skates. What more could you want? Amen, brother. 
that is uh, that is a great comment. And the kid, if you follow the kid on uh, Twitter, he's um, he's a, he's quite the chef. He's quite the chef. If you're paying attention, so if anyone would know about old time vittles, it's the Comiskey kid. One of the things I wanted to make sure to talk about. I don't know how to feel about about this. I, I guess I'll just work it out with you people on the show. We'll see what maybe you guys can help me through this. All right. So it's very well documented that I have a uh, Toyota Prius. It's a white. It's a 2018. How does that make it? Jesus, is it coming up on four years old? Holy cow. Anyway, here's the deal. It has no heat. (laughs) This is a new thing. This is since my journey to Florida. Over the past few days, kind of out of nowhere, for some reason, that sucker cannot heat the, uh, the cabin. Now... I, you guys know me. I love Japanese products. I, 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 I love my Prius. This is the third Toyota. This is the third Toyota that I've owned. Tank, I have not ordered Lavazza yet, but it's coming. I, I'm going to do that today. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, turning me on to that. This is the third Toyota I've owned, people. And I was adding it up. I I, I really am frustrated uh, with the Prius a little bit. It's bad timing because actually I wanted to, I have this little side project. I'm going to convert my Prius back into uh, uh, RV mode for fun. And I'm going to go camping somewhere or whatever. I don't know. Risk my life in a Walmart parking lot or something. Probably what I should do is uh, Cracker Barrel. That's what I should do. They take RVs. I can convert my Prius into an RV. Well, here in uh, January, with these temperatures, Sheboygan gets cold, people. It just does. And the deal is, if I can't heat the internal cab, now that's a game changer. So... It just pisses me off. I've got to now. I've got to get it serviced, which I would anyway. But um, now I have to quickly get it serviced. But it got me thinking last night. It's like this is the third Toyota I've owned. I added up the miles between the three Toyotas. I have already logged over six hundred thousand miles. And you want to know? This thing with the heater on the Prius, this is the first problem I have ever had with a Toyota product that I've owned. Over 600,000 miles, this is the first problem. I think that's pretty good, and that should not dissuade me from being a big Toyota fan, right? But if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, The truth is, it worries me because it's like, what if I'm on the beginning of a trend? Sofa says, Tony, if you like your Prius, just wait till EVs start getting cheaper. You know, I am not a fan of the full EVs, Sofa. I want I want to be able to pour gasoline into my car. That's where I'm at. Now, I might change that. I might change that over time. And Lady uh, Letter Carrier makes the great point. She is she is correct. Lots of wind off the lake in Sheboygan. Oh, boy, do I know that. So I'm going to need heat. Going to need heat. I'm just going to need it. Tank has a heat, heated steering wheel. It's almost elitist. Almost. Anyway, so I hope I'm not on the front end of, like, uh... You know, a problem. I hope Toyotas don't go south. I love my Toyotas. This is way after I talked about my Maserati days way back in the day. I have been sensical for a long, long time. Allegedly, entertainment purposes. Okay, 
So uh, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, I wanted to share with you guys. All right, so coming up on the new year, I, I would have been talking about this earlier, but uh, you know, missed some time, etc., etc. But coming up on the new year, you know, it got me thinking about our show and just what's going on. And it was also, I noticed a lot of my podcasting buddies, you know, they were, everyone was wanting to chat about what are you going to do different for your show next year? You know, what changes? All my podcasting buddies are, are wondering, uh, how do we dominate? <laughs> Help me dominate. What are we going to do? What's the angle? And <clears throat> I had already, I had this idea that, you know, something that would be kind of fun to do is kind of more video, a little more video. Um, and so, but I, but I, past that, I didn't think much. Well, so as luck would have it, I was uh, um, hanging out with an old friend who is a, uh, a marketing executive for like a, yeah, marketing and PR, that sort of thing, whatever which isn't my cup of tea. But anyway, she was uh, she checked out the show and everything and she she was super super jazzed. And you know, at, because it's her business or whatever, because this is what she does, um she uh, started giving me a bunch of advice. So, I don't know if I went away for just a second on my thing on my melon I went away for a little bit. Anyway, so this, uh, uh, my friend who's a big marketing executive, the thing she said, she's like, oh my God, okay, you're doing great. Do more video. She's like, do more video. I said, yeah, I was already kind of thinking of uh, doing video. And uh, I said, but, uh, but it's a lot of work and I don't even know what to do. And she's like, it doesn't matter. She goes, she says, uh, you could, you could do a video while you're, you are watching the paint dry, she says, and you would make it interesting. She's like, just do it. It's going to be huge. <laughs> so now I was, this happened, this was before Christmas and, uh, I was already in this situation where I was kind of thinking about video and also, and I've said a uh, uh, hundred times, one of my my newest staff people, Vincenzo, the ten-year-old, he lives in my neighborhood. He works the audio board right here when I play piano, which is almost never. The kid's always asking for a job, so I told him, "Hey, do you want to work a video camera?" Yes, I do. Long story short, so my friend is she's you can do a video on anything, anything. So I figured, okay, I'll show you. I am going to make a boring video. And uh, I uh, uh, reached out to uh, Vincenzo's mom, got it set up. And little 10-year-old Vincenzo became my camera guy. Let's see. I think it's in here somewhere. Let me pull this up. Now, this is um, this is interesting. So here's here's the, the first ever kind of official, like, in-the-field video shoot for uh, Chicago Tony V Enterprises. And it, it is just fun to me that I think he's 10, maybe he's 11, 10 or 11, did all the camera work. So let's, let's watch this. We'll chat about it afterwards. Um, my, my marketing friend says this is going to be great. Doesn't matter what the topic is. I'm thinking it's going to make people fall asleep. Here we go. So what I do day to day, it's not all, all that interesting now. It's not all that interesting now. Why is my car beeping at me? Let's just look at what I do during a normal day. Not so interesting. What else do you think I should say? I go to the Aldi for the bubbly water. You know, if you were a prepper, 
and you wanted to uh, prepare for for the for Armageddon, and you didn't want to spend a whole lot of money, go to the Aldi. One of the things about the bubbly water that that is kind of concerning is I because I buy it all the time. I see how quickly I go through it. Holy cow! I easily do a case every two days. Like, why is that funny? That's crazy. I, I mean, yeah. How many are in a case? Twelve. You eat. You drink six a day. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the spring, snow is glistening. This is one of those auto drive cars. Oh yeah. One of the best values at the Aldi. These chunky soups. Bada bing. Look at this. Chicken corn chowder. What is this? $1.78. Can't beat it. Chicken corn chowder. They got uh, sirloin burger. Swing. I love these clam chowder. I have 9,000 tons of this at home. The clam chowder. It's awesome. Here we are with the bubbly water. This is where the magic happens. Magical bubbly water. I drink this all the time. I love the Aldi. I love it. I love it. It's always in and out, too, at the Aldi. It's nice and quick. They don't have a whole lot of stuff. They got a little bit of everything. They always have what you need. In and out. That's what you want. Right, Lucenzo? Bye. If you laugh, they can hear you laugh. <laughs> Even though I'm a Z-level internet celebrity, people are still curious about my day-to-day. -day. Look, there's dudes up on that... <laughs> on that roof. Do you see that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Going to the Aldi. I'm constantly writing songs. I hate becoming a baldy. My favorite composer is Vivaldi. Is that even a person? It is a person. <laughs> he wrote the Four Seasons, Vivaldi's Four Seasons. Piping hot water can be kind of scaldy. Well, there you have it. So uh, I, I will uh, make sure my marketing friend sees that. Now, according to our previous conversation, her response should be something like, wonderful, awesome. See, I told you. You made going to the Aldi interesting. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, good job to uh, to Lucenzo. Let's, let's give him a little cred. Did all the camera work. Did all the camera work. It's so funny, after we wrapped up, I was, and he was proud of himself. I said, uh, I said, Lewis, uh, uh, you wanna see, you wanna see how to edit this stuff together? I can have you sit down with this dipshit Vinny, who you're already smarter than. You can sit down with him, steal his job by Gamron T. He was like, eh, no, I'm good. 
I think it was already a long enough day. I do love the Aldi, though. There's a little part in this in that video. Actually, I wasn't really paying attention, so I don't know if it made it in or not. But I remember while we were shooting that video, it dawned on me. It's like, it is stunning how quickly I go through that uh, uh, my bubbly water. I think I'm stocked up, and then before I know it, I'm just, I'm out. And you guys know me, you know, I'm all worried about uh, Armageddon, etc., etc. And, uh... I'm, I'm worried. That running out of bubbly water all the time makes me worry about all the other stuff I get. But I do. The Aldi is my go-to. It's my go-to. I love it. Looks like Comiskey Kid loves the Aldi, too. It is the only grocery store I want to shop at, says the kid. I feel you, kid. Ooh, we should probably edit that out. Um, let's see. Oh, they have seasonal German bratwurst at Aldi? I, I will say, it's really a fine store, isn't it? And then uh, I saw Tank said something about, was it their corned beef? Tank, you get their corned beef? Oh, and so was I calling Lucenzo? Was I calling him Vincenzo earlier? That is a slap in the face. He is no Vincenzo. He is his own person. Anyway. Anyway, it was fun. It was fun to do uh, to do that video. The other thing that was so interesting, we were... Lou and I were talking on the way to the Aldi. And I, I was... First of all, I want to point out... I spent like three minutes showing him how the cameras work, like nothing. And then I talked about, here's how you're gonna wanna, wanna frame stuff and kind of make sure my big fat head is like sort of here in the frame. Okay, okay, okay. He's like, got it, got it. Fucking Vince the Deer Slayer, I could have explained that 10 ways till Sunday. He's, what is he, 24 years old? He wouldn't have gotten it. Robo Chenzo, I like it. I like it. Anyway. Uh, now, so, but we were saying on the way to the Aldi. It's like, I've never done this. Don't you? You probably, I think someone told me you need disclaimers and stuff on a, on a previous show. They're like, you need disclaimers. And, uh, we can't. We hatched a plan just on the on the spur of the moment. I said, if anyone gives us shit, I don't think I used that term with him, but I might have. Tell them you're doing a school project. And we actually did have to pull that out once or twice because it was funny. We'd be walking through the Aldi, and then people. <clears throat> it's like what people do when uh, uh, someone's taking a. A photograph of the Grand Canyon you're walking along and it's like oh I don't want to step in their shot so I'm sure the Aldi people were they would have been a little frustrated with us because we were we were affecting traffic and uh, just preemptively Lucenzo there was a so, some Aldi guy sort of walking up to us and preemptively Lucenzo <laughs> smart kid He's like, I'm doing a school project. <laughs> well, the guy melted. The people standing around, everyone melted. And pretty much for the rest of the time, it was just, oh. Every, some people even followed us around and watched Lucenzo work the camera. They loved it. They loved it. The checkout lady loved Lewis. Yeah, it's funny. It's a good time. Good time. Let's see. 7.30. 7.30. I suppose... I suppose I'd better get a clue and get through some more of this mailbag here. Let's see if we can do it the super secret, super fancy way. Is everyone ready for mailbag? Anyone have any questions before we dive in? <clears throat> I guess I have a comment. If you want to send a letter into the mailbag, please do. We love it. 
Jeffrey. Jeffrey's in the house. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing, buddy? Anyway, as I was saying, any, if anyone wants to send a letter into the show, please do. We love it. Um, the email address is Chicago Tony V, like vasectomy, at gmail.com. Your letter, if it's uh, reasonable and if it's from the heart, if it doesn't use any any mean things, it'll get on the show eventually. It might take us a little while. Texas Tony V says, oh, to none. Absolutely. Anyway. So. Let's get to the mailbag. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Let's see what we have today. Is everyone ready? Okay. Here we go. Dear Tony. My new boyfriend wants me to tell him details about my past relationships and even other people I've flirted with in the past, but nothing came of it. This feels kind of weird to me. Is this normal? I mean, the past is the past, right? This is from Jenny A. Sorry, I muted myself. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Jenny, I'm not going to lie. That makes me a little nervous. I think this is... I think this is uh, uh, maybe a little bit of a red flag is what I'm thinking. Um... I now I, I I can just I'm just going by myself it's like if I'm dating a beautiful baby right which believe it or not that actually has happened in the past I don't want to know about that other stuff it's the last thing I don't I don't want it to be in her mind I don't want it to be in my mind so I'm one of those the past is the past for sure And then even even if if this guy wants to know um, he 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 wants to know even people you didn't date like just tell me all people you just flirted with I think that's so I I think it looks like Georgie agrees she says red flags yeah Tank says. Never ask about past shit. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Don't ask, don't tell. It's 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 like uh, it's like they do with the uh, retroactive taxes, right? You know, the government and all their loving grace, and they care about us so much, and they sometimes because they know better, they know what's good for us better than we do, and sometimes they'll retroactively make taxes. That's happened to me before. It's fun. But it's like this. You didn't even, presumably, you guys didn't even know each other and your boyfriend wants to know about... <laughs> Tank says, I've noticed that a lot of letters are about people not wanting to mind their own business. Yeah. Isn't it funny, Tank? It's almost like they're, they're, they're hoping that I would give them permission. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and scratch that itch. Comiskey Kit got jumped at Aldi? What's the deal with that? Aldi is, has been nothing but a, just a place of joy for me. I'm really sorry that happened, kid. Anyway, uh, uh, for this gal, yeah, I think it's a red flag. I want you to be, I think you should be very careful. You know, I, I, I don't like it. I don't know what you're looking for from me, but or it sounds like maybe confirmation. Your spidey sense is tingling. And all I'm saying is, I think you're correct. That's kind of weird. That's weird to me. All right. Okay. Can everyone read these? Now, some of you guys are watching this on your phone, right? Maybe most. And then some are on computers. Probably when I put the letter up on the screen, some of you phone people can't really see it, right? I don't know if that's frustrating to you or not. I mean, I am reading it right to you. Here, let's do another one. Here we go. Dear Tony, my father-in-law is a self-made man and a close mentor to me. He often says to me, expect, or sorry, always expect your first business to fail. It's normal. 
Do you agree? I always wondered who in their right mind would ever start a business if they expected it to fail. This is from Ed L. from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Thank you for your letter, Ed. Um, you know, okay, I'll say this. I do think that's com- that's a common thing that is said and probably in reality. I mean, I guess they say in general, most businesses fail. So ipso facto, most first businesses fail. Amber can see the letters fine on her phone. That is so exciting to me, Amber. Thank you, dear. I appreciate it. Thank you, lady. Anyway. Yes, that baton rouge made me think of Justin Wilson. I guarantee. You know what I'm gonna did? Love that guy. Anyway, so I think because a lot of business, new, uh, new business or businesses fail, a lot of first businesses fail. Having said that, I will just say, first of all, I like the way you're thinking. If you're going into this thinking it's going to fail, then why the hell would you ever do it? And I agree. I don't think you should do that. I think you should, if you if you want to go into business ownership, you should go into it um, saying, for the love of Christ, I'm going to make this work no matter what. And I think sometimes, sometimes that's how hard you got to work at it. It's not for the faint of heart. But what I'm going to say is I'm I'm living proof that uh, actually the first time can be a charm. Now I've I've owned several businesses over the years. What is my shining jewel? Very first one. Very first one that that I ever did. That is still that is still my flagship. It's been great. It's been absolutely fabulous and continues to be so. And it's funny, none of my subsequent businesses ever superseded the first one. Still goes strong today. I was there last night sneaking around the office after hours so I didn't have to uh, interface with any of my employees. (laughs) So anyway... Yeah, I, 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 I like the way you're thinking. Take it seriously. I, I don't like this idea of, oh, expect it to fail. Now, if it does, if you tried your very best and it does fail, yeah, don't beat yourself up. But I'm saying it's gotta, you've got to go with this with a feeling of life or death in the beginning. Eventually, if everything goes right, then you turn out like me. You get totally soft. It's no longer life, life or death. It takes on a life of its own, and then you just sit around in your house and feel fairly useless. Okay, that was a good letter. Okay, let's see what else we got. What's next, people? Dear Mr. Vito, oh, I like that. Dear Mr. Vito, if you had to choose between two career paths, namely high wage earner versus owner of something, which would you choose and why? Thank you for your very interesting podcast. This is from Brittany from Indiana, Pennsylvania. Indiana, Pennsylvania. Is that a real thing? Brittany. Can someone look that up? Is there an Indiana, Pennsylvania? It's weird. I guess there probably is. Um... Les Grobstein died? Jesus Christ, that's horrible. For you Chicagoites out there. Les Grobstein died. Anyway, what the hell was the question? If I had to choose between two, high age earner, high, high wage earner versus ownership, I'm going to refer back to, I guess, first of all, my own life experience, but also a piece of advice that my dad gave me years ago that I never forgot. I think I mentioned it in one of my newsletters. Now, my dad was a very high wage earner, very high. So he didn't have ownership in anything, but he he did uh, extremely well for himself. And he told me once, he said, ownership is where you want to be. 
ownership is where you want to be. And I never forgot that. And still, as I sit today, I, I, I still agree. So your the choice you posed with your letter um, would be I would choose ownership. And the reason for that is um, you 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 have much more control over your life, right? Um, you don't have to worry about, you know, stuff like getting fired, getting transferred, you know, all that stuff. So it's great. Now, the, the on the flip side, if, if things go south, and, you know, over the years we've had some very rough years here and there for this and that reason, well, guess what? You take it in the shorts. But I kind of like that anyway. You know, you you uh, reap what you sow. Is that what they say? So, anyway. That's my answer. Ownership. That's what I would that's what I would pick. Now not everyone is cut out for ownership. Let's keep that in mind. But all other, other things being equal, that's what you want. All right. Let's see what else is out there. Hey, Tony, I used to live in Chicago up until 1998. I don't miss the traffic, but of all things, I find I miss Chicago's local television from the old days. Do you have any fond memories of former Chicago TV and maybe a favorite program? This sounds crazy, but I think your show would have been a local Chicago hit back in the day. This is Jason P. from Toledo, Ohio. Super cool letter, Jason. That's neat and an interesting question. And yes, I have lots of fond memories of Chicago, local Chicago television. I've talked about some of it here and there on the show. I mean, some of the classics, of course, Sven Gulli, who is still going today on MeTV, right? Sven Gulli is a Chicago classic. Um, <clears throat> you know, Bozo Circus, obviously. Those are, those are the obvious ones. I'll tell you one that really in hindsight I think is the is the most important local television programming in Chicago in the past whatever 50 years let's say is the Cubs on WGN there there was nothing like catching a Cubs game on television Harry Carey and Steve Stone it was a ritual Tremendous. Really, the Sox are the same way. I, I I tended to watch the Cubs a little more than the Sox, probably because I could get them on TV more. So, Tank, is that true? The, the WGN doesn't carry the Cubs anymore? Oh, that's right. Because I remember recently trying to trying to find Cubs games, and I can't even get them. It's bullshit. Jack Brickhouse. That's a good one, Lady Letter Carrier. Very good. So, yeah, I think the Cubs on WGN, that was huge. Now, of course, for me, when I was a kid, hell, it wasn't just me in the Chicago area. I mean, my relatives all the way down to, uh, I mean, at least freaking Terre Haute, Indiana. Those guys watched every Cubs game on WGN they could get. It was, a, it was kind of a nationwide thing because of WGN. So a lot of people had that ritual. Another um, another very, very random one. When I was a little kid and used to watch the uh, pro wrestling on some obscure ch uh, UHF channel, Ben's Auto Sales basically did every commercial. Every commercial on those things was Ben's Auto Sales over and over and over. And it just made me love Ben's auto sales. I don't even I don't even know if it's still around. Braves are on TBS, Cubs are on what is FB? I don't know. What do you guys I don't know if any of you go to uh Wrigley. Has anyone have they did the Wrigley uh, improvements start this this coming season or was that already up? I, I'm so out of I'm so out of touch. There is, there's a couple people I want to take to a Cubs game. 
<laughs> tank. Tank, tank, tank. I'm actually not going to repeat that, but that's a... That is quite the comment. I'm not going to... No baklava for me today. Anyway, let's see. Let's see what else we have. What else is in here? Dear Tony, randomest of random questions, but maybe you have some experience here. My wife and I are building a house with a builder, not with our bare hands, thank Christ, in the Milwaukee suburbs. We're thinking of putting in a heated driveway, but neither of us has experience. Do you happen to know? Are they expensive to maintain? Do they work well? Shot in the dark, but thought you might have an an angle. Keep up the good work. This is from Alex P. Alex, thank you for your question. Very interesting question. Um, <clears throat> no, I don't have any experience with heated driveways. Never. That was uh, that was never a thing. Uh, even though my parents were fancy, fancy, and I'm a little bit fancy, little. I'm way less fancy than they were. I ascribe to uh, Tank's comment. A shovel is cheaper. And it's better for you, too. I mean, you need to do some sort of manual labor. I am not a fan of the heated driveway situation. I would imagine that uh, there are problems with those. I would imagine it's very expensive. Um, and I'm just not I'm just not a fan. I think I think you need to. I mean, if you want to take the easy way out, go snowblower. But at least still do it yourself with some machinery. I wouldn't do a heated driveway. Now, I, I will say, well, I have I have experience with something similar. I remember um, in one of the uh, palatial estates that uh, my parents lived in, they had heated bathroom floors. Now, that's kind of interesting. Hard tile floors... Uh, but heated and I, I must say even though it's the epitome of unnecessary and it's it's you've got to call it wasteful right I remember feeling like somewhat of a baller by being able to flip a switch so that my tootsies don't get cold that was pretty cool <laughs> They were also very, in that same house, they were very early on, back when they built that house. They also had the instant hot water, which at that time, only hotels typically had that technology. Now it's very, very common. People can, and what's funny is it didn't work very well. Seems like that was always breaking down. Yeah, have kids and make them do the uh, driveway. I totally agree, Tank. Totally agree. All right, so my overpriced MacBook Pro was locked up. Okay, now it's now it's good. Now it's good. <clears throat> Let's see. What are we? Okay, so 7:49. I hope everyone's having a good morning. You have enough coffee? Everyone doing okay? Let's see. Okay. Here's next letter. Let's see what it says. Dear Tony, I'm getting a bit bored with normal movie selections out there. I'd love to hear two or three obscure movies that you love. I'll check them out for sure. This is from Tina G. Well, Tina, thank you for your question. That's a... Uh, so you like the movies, hey, Tina? Boy, did I watch a lot of uh, uh, TV while I had that little bug. Not a lot of movies, though. I find the older I get, the more YouTube that I watch. I can't watch movies, but... I'm going to uh, think of some fun, obscure movies that you might not have seen, and I'm sure the pepperonis here are going to kick in. And, and uh... Oh, Robo likes the heated floor idea. It was nice, Robo, I'm not going to lie. Um, Robo, is The Endless, is that a movie concept i'm not familiar with that one i assume that you're, you're answering for this letter um one of mine that comes up is 
is uh hold on vip text um one of the movies that comes to mind for me is ishtar ishtar it had uh, who was in it warren Beatty and that tootsie guy the hell was his name the tootsie rain man guy why can't I think of his name? Dustin Hoffman, thank you, lady. Oh my God, that was going to drive me nuts. Uh, let's see, Comiskey Kid has one. He says an underrated and lesser known movie I've always loved was Frequency. Very good. I'm trying to think of what else. Why can't I think of obscure movies? Here's the totally weird one. Shaggy DA. It's a kid's movie. And it's ridiculous, but it's kind of interesting. That's obscure. Three Days of the Condor, Robert Redford. If you haven't seen that, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. It's a total keeper. Um, I, I, I'm kind of surprised at how hard it is to think of, of uh, fun movies. It's weird. It's funny how Lady Letter Carrier gave me Dustin and Georgie gave me Hoffman. <laughs> in the comments area that's really fun here's here's another let's see even comments are really flying now Blues Brothers that's a great one Tank I'm figuring that's not so obscure right okay so Lady says uh, a really good foreign one is about a chess game between death and some Lady with the fat fingers, I love it. By the way, I'm not saying she has fat fingers. She does not. I, I actually happen to know. Get your mind out of the gutter. But I love, I love how hard it is for her to type. A really hood foreign. Let's see, frequency. We got another. Who else? Uh, Amber Glow likes frequency too. Who was in Frequency? Because I don't know that one either. I want it, my brain wants to say Weird Al was in it, but that was UHF, right? Or was he also in Frequency? Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? I'm gonna have to check it out. I don't know. You know what's funny? Uh, I have a uh, business meeting a little bit. I'm not gonna wear camo and a cowboy hat. I'm just not. I gotta, I gotta change it up. Okay, let's see what else is in the mailbag. We I'm running out of time here, but we have time for one more. Let's see what we got. Oh, Dennis Quaid was in Frequency. I like Dennis Quaid. Okay, here we go. Dear Tony, I am a legendary procrastinator, and I feel like it's starting to ruin my life. My wife wants me to get on some sort of medication for ADHD. I have never been diagnosed with that. But she is sure I have it. Is there any natural way you know of to turn things around and get things done in life? I feel like that's a strange and maybe impossible question to answer. But I'm a bit desperate. This is Phil from Hard Scrabble, Indiana. What an awesome freaking town name that is. Hard Scrabble, Indiana. Is that a wind-up town name or is there really a Hard Scrabble, Indiana? Most of my extended family is in Indiana, and I know it very, not very well, but pretty well. I've never heard of hard scrabble. Anyway, Phil, um, <clears throat> bummer, dude. Here's something that comes to mind. If you're if you're trying to get things done, I would actually suggest there's a very very good book. It's called Getting Things Done. 
I can't remember the author's name, but he's, you know, top. He's, he's, uh, Amber says there is a hard scrabble Indiana. I love that name. That makes me want to find it and find a diner there. Hard scrabble Indiana. That's great. I'll, I'll look up Phil. Let's have breakfast. Anyway, getting things done is a great book. And I think I've read it. I'm, I'm a, I'm a schizo brain. I, 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 I have a hard time getting things done. I, oddly enough, except for this show. I don't know why. But thank God there's something I'm halfway good at. Um, anyway, read that book. It's very helpful. It gives you a system. I think a lot of times when you can't... So it's Northeast Indiana, says Amberglow. Hard Scrabble, Indiana. I love it. Uh, when you can't get things done, it's just because you don't have a system... And that book gives you a system. So I would say read that book. And uh, uh, certainly before you go getting all the letters attached to your name, the, all the A's and the D's and the D's and the H's and the pills, etc., etc. So give it a try. Do I have any more letters? I'm going to do one more, but I, I got to skedaddle. <clears throat> Let's see what we got. Okay. Hey, Tony, if you were planning a spring break for your family, where would you go? My girl is seven and my son is 11. I never did the spring break thing growing up as we were farmers and we never went anywhere. We are traveling from Eastern Iowa, if that matters. Love the show. This is from Donnie J. Um, yeah, baby. Fun taking the fam on spring break. That's great, and I've heard that about a lot of farmers. Like they, you know, didn't do vacations very much because they just never left the farm. You know, interesting. Ooh, uh, let's see. We have already su a suggestion from the peanut gallery of Mackinac Island, and now my my overpriced MacBook Pro has locked up again. Mackinac Island. Um, I'm going to say, uh, my favorite, Donnie, is, uh, New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Here's what I love about it. It's, it's not quite as overcrowded as some of the other, uh, beach destinations in Florida. It is on the ocean side, which I prefer. Uh-oh. And... Uh-oh. And uh, what else? Okay, now I'm only talking to Spotify, I think. Because my computer just crashed. Holy cow. All right, let me type in my password and not say it into the microphone. Anyway, for the record, New Smyrna Beach is uh, great because uh, it's less crowded and you can drive right up on the beach, which would sat, which would make it seem like it's a pain in the butt and not special, but it's actually great. New Smyrna Beach. That way you can drive up and, uh, um, oh my gosh, my stream is still going. That's amazing. Hold on. Uh, can you guys still see me? My computer crashed. I, I restarted. I can't believe the stream is still going, apparently. Anyway. Okay, yes, I'm back now. That's amazing. That is amazing. What a long, strange trip. I came back soon, just in, in time to say, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> Anyway, but I was saying to Spotify people in the recording while I was restarting my computer, it was so funny. I'm still talking to Spotify in the microphone, and I had to type in my password, and my brain wanted to say it out loud in the microphone. I was like, no, no, don't do that. Anyway, um, 
I was saying my destination, spring break destination, New Smyrna Beach in Florida. It's not very crowded, not as crowded as some of the others. It's a beautiful beach. It's Oceanside, which I like. And uh, you can drive your car right on the beach. So it's very, very convenient. Just bring a picnic, you know, it's awesome. New Smyrna Beach, that's where I would go. Donnie J from uh, Eastern Iowa. That's what I would do. All right, listen. I love you guys. I like you guys. Thank you for spending time with me. Now, tomorrow morning, we'll be back on Reddit. It's going to be a Reddit morning. It's going to be a little bit less, uh, you know, technically savvy, but it's still going to be fun. And just thank you all for spending time. Uh, I, I'm, I, I, I love you and I like you. Some of you I love even a little bit more uh, than is, is um, probably healthy. Okay. All right. Have a great day, everybody. I will uh, see you tomorrow. In the meantime, I want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody. Okay? Okay. All right. Bye-bye.